for those of you out there that are listening to this and not watching this, normally we'd say some nonsense. I'd have a dumb story. Mike would tell me I'm stupid, whatever it may be. That might be confusing because it's a different mic here. And I said Mike. But regardless, if you're looking at the video version or you're watching live right now, you'd see that it is not the regular cast of crazy knuckleheads that are normally on this show. So we're just going to get right into it. Welcome, everyone, to the Past Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about swearing too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Wednesday evening, we like to call it Indie Wednesday nights i don't fucking know um hey there's a fuck right off the bat uh joining me on this lovely wednesday evening for the first time which is bonkers to me i am bad at booking guests and bad at pulling great amazing handsome people onto the show uh the one the only mike Toundrow. mike how are you doing tonight Oh my goodness, it's Wednesday, my dudes. How is it going? It's so nice to finally be on the world-famous Passive Controller. And Brendan, you know what? Here's a fuck for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. A good old fuck for I you. I love it. I love there it. You go. I love there when you go. the friends just throw the fucks around. You know what I'm saying? Them, there's so many fucks to throw around. And you know I'm, here, I'm here to share the wealth. Too, too many people say no fucks given. Uh, give me all the fucks. I want give me all of them. I want oh. them all. Every Please. single one. Please. Every single one. Uh, but Mike, since it's your first time, and you're here, you know, let, let the people, if the people on the past controller side of the thing don't know who you are, don't know what 61ND is, let them fucking know. Let them know. Oh my know. goodness. Well, hello, my name is Mike Tandrow. I am the chief content officer over at 61Indie. We are an independent games media outlet focusing on the indie gaming scene. We do podcasts, we do t Twitch streams, we do reviews, previews, developer interviews. We do this whole freaking crazy thing called the Mini Indie Showcase twice a year, uh, where we highlight indie devs and indie games. Uh, we do a lot, so you should go check out 61Indie.com, at 61Indie on all socials, and yeah, that's that's the pitch, man. That's yeah. the Which pitch. fucking killed, by the way. Hey, thank you. Yeah, listen. Paxis, like, I, like, it's not like I didn't expect y'all to kill it, but like I, like, I was impressed. <laughs> like, I was just like... Wow, like the production, like everything about it was just so good for it being basically just you and Kyle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. Like that, like literally like your showcase isn't it like if there's ever a situation where someone's like, oh, I don't think I can do this. I'm going to be like, yo, this yo, you can fucking do it. <laughs> fucking did it. You just got to do it. You just got to figure hustle, it out. man. Yeah, no money, no the, budget. Just got to do the, it in the same breath. Not everyone can pull that off because it was a well done show. And I mean, listen, we're gonna we're here to talk about another showcase, and you know, maybe there was one that happened in New York that might have been a little bit better. I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. I'm Who's not the say? I'm not the de facto voice on directs and 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 showcases. But I mean, we have eyeballs. We can see what's out there. Uh, anyways, Cameron, <laughs> you are here for right. the. I don't know. I should I should have looked at the list and seen yeah, how many times. See what number yeah, this is. Sure I mean, Probably. it's easily still the crown. It's still oh, like yeah. still the trophy in your hand. Still not even a question. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah. people creeping. There are a couple creeping. Mm. I'm, co I'm coming for you. Listen, <laughs> my, listen, <laughs> Mike, Mike, the blood's in the water now. He knows. That's it. Floodgates are open, knows. my friend. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, for those watching, like I'm so like, first off, my background is like you can't see it. Thankfully, like Brendan cropped it out. But my background is terrible right now. I've been like moving a lot of stuff, like trying to donate a lot of stuff, throw a lot of stuff out. So my house, my apartment has been like just a complete and utter disaster. Um, and the fucking, I have a window 
that I can't close the blinds on, and the sun is just right here right now. So this is what we're working with here. So listen, I you. No, I mean it looks good, but it it also just looks like you have dynamic lighting, like you have a second light. I mean, I that's, have the you know... lights on here, but this giant light that's like right on the side of my face is from the window all the way over there. Look, and you're looking good. It's it's bringing depth to the shot. It's get, giving a little bit of character, some texture. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's reminding me of the Miz. You know what I'm saying? Like a little little bit of that. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that good scene setup, that good dynamic lighting. It's sure. you know a lot of good stuff there. Uh, but Cam. You know, you you've been on countless times, but what have you got going on lately? Because you've been you've been kind of making some moves. You've been doing some things. Some I've seen some new things hit your Twitter bio. I see some other yeah. things going on. Yeah, like uh, I'm riding over at Double uh, XP, which is formerly Gameperp, but uh, it's Double XP now. Uh, it's been rebranded. Um, I got some uh, IGN previews up on IGN. I did one for TMNT, Brothers yeah. Revenge, and I did one for Signalis, which Looks so dope. I'm so excited for that game. Um, and yeah, outside of that, it's just kind of been the same old, same old. Uh, you know, we, we got to, uh, you know, we all got to see each other uh, at PAX. Sorry, my dog is on a, uh, is on a thing right now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and uh, that was really great. Uh, you know, not enough time, definitely, to be able to hang out. But uh, it was good, you know, just being able to see and physically touch each other in a non-sexual way <laughs> um, i mean you know, i mean you know it's, you know, it's fine uh, it's, it's fine fine for sure it, it, when it's throwing, consensual it's yeah, fine when it's consensual we're throwing yeah, fucks the, around yeah, when it's was, consensual no, yeah mm -hmm, there was just mm -hmm, no mm -hmm. there was no sexual touching is what i'm trying to say like i'm not saying like you know we ain't for it i'm just saying that there was no sexual <laughs> <touching>. <laughs> anyway so you know uh me and Brian cam is like i do not kiss and tell right now i'm not <laughs> no one needs to know <laughs> I mean, if no one needs to know, like, that's fine. But also, like, you know, I'm an open book. So, um, but no, and we, you know, me and Brendan spend way too much money at Limited Runs booth. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, Keep me away. You don't regret it, though. You don't no, regret I don't it. regret it. No, yeah, I don't exactly. regret it. The um, thing is, is that I, I have enough things I spend money on. So to oh, now, sure. to now, like, be like, hey, let's just, you know. Let's just think about limited run getting in the mix. I already collect yeah. enough physical games. I've been dipping into records. Don't even. I don't even want to know. I know. I know. Oh, Mike's Brandon. big record guy. Brandon, it's bad. On. It's bad. I don't like. I've I've limited myself to video game records. But that that's an it's easy well to fall down. Yo, there's yeah. the official pressings. There's the the bootleg pressings. Come on. Uh, it's so. Wait till you so, get into yeah. the bootleg market. Oof, I, it's great. I, I don't. Ugh. There's Listen, amiibos are pretty much done. I, I guess I can I can I can add yeah, something else to the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a few uh, like records still that are like just been recently announced and shit like that. I'm like, man, I I don't have the money for this. Like the Ace Attorney one that just came out. I'm just like, fuck, I want that really bad. Um, but yeah, video games. <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought up Pax East, so before we even get into today's Indie World Showcase, uh, what what was both of your favorite things that you had played or seen at PAX East 2022 Signalis for me, definitely Signalis. Cause That's I just, it, it's just, it's just a game that like you start it and you have like no idea what's going on. And it has like this really great, like, you know, survival horror aesthetic and, and feel to it. Um, and as you go along and like from just like the gate, like the trailers I've seen and stuff like that, it's just, I have no idea what's going on in this game. And it like hits that like kind of um, mystery in like all the best ways. 
where mm-hmm. like i don't you know i just like i can't wait to figure out what is going on like what the lore is with this like the sci-fi behind it all so yeah i'm really excited for signalis really oh, yeah. surprise people i'm gonna cheat and shout out too i'll be quick on one of them uh the first one is the cheat one my friendly neighborhood from dread xp it's a uh survival horror game and it's Visually inspired by Five Nights at Freddy's, but uh, mechanically more Resident Evil, where you're pretty much trying to survive on the set of a Mr. Rogers Neighborhood show, and there's, like, murderous puppets trying to kill you. Horrifying, super fun, loved it. But my real answer, uh, and I still can't stop thinking about it, and I hate that, like, ruined me to the point where nothing is hitting and I can't play video games right now, uh, is The Last Hero of Nostalgia, which is a satire Souls-like game. Um it's it's unabashedly dark souls 3 uh the shtick is that like there you're in like the world of video games and there's a disease or a curse in the world that is kind of degrading all the visuals so all the enemies that you're fighting at least like in the very beginning are like paper mario 2d looking guys but you can find like a room that has like uh the the village of the npcs hidden behind it and it's just like fully rendered 3d enemies and npcs um the there it's doing kind of the tiny tina thing where like the narrator who i think is going to be the bad guy um is kind of like changing the story on you like on a whim so like there's like a, a at some point there's a frail ass knight character and then then the narrator says like oh well no actually that's not good enough he uses this like big beefy whatever and all of a sudden turns into kind of like a mini boss it's really cool um it's doing a lot of fun things about other video games for example when you leave the castle uh and you look in the distance in the in the ocean the horizon cam green hill zone is in the background (laughs) (laughs) um and also like the first opening island of wind waker is there like it's doing some like really (laughs) funny cool things and i cannot wait to play more of it hell yeah that's definitely something i was not aware of i need to put that on my radar immediately yeah it's really good especially if you Uh, like souls games hell yeah well i know cam you said you did a preview for signalis on ign yeah, I did. So definitely go check out Cam's full preview over on IGN and definitely go check out. I mean, I I feel like every time I opened Twitter, I saw a new preview or impression or something from 61Indies. So they, <laughs> they got the content. If you're looking for more in-depth thoughts on stuff that was at PAX East, definitely go check that shit out. Uh, for me, I'll, I said it before, I'll say it again. Lucid, phenomenal. I know Mike's. Very, very aware of what that game is because it was uh, also at the Mini Indie Showcase. So Opener, baby. Uh, fantastic game. Don't know when it's yeah. going to come out, but I'm waiting. Who knows? Don't care. <laughs> Do not care. Yeah, I saw it. it. It looks, I mean, like, it looks cool. It looks like a kind of evolution of, of, of Celeste, you know, um, in the in the traversal aspects. Um, it, it's cool. It definitely has, like, a lot of potential for sure. Um, it's mm-hmm. just, like, from, you know, for me, it was just like I again. It still looks great, but um, it just felt a little bit too familiar. And I'm just like, and Signalis just was just like something that I just did not expect in in really any way. So it was just mm-hmm. really, I don't know. It was just like a really nice surprise, I guess. And there's yeah. other games too, like No Time for Bravery was really good. That was really um, good. Yeah, you know, um, as well. So I'm definitely keeping my eye out on some things. There's some other games too that I didn't even get to play that looked really interesting there. So. Oh my god, Cam, I, I did go back and played um oh Yukon Yukio Station. Yeah. You, oh my god, dude. So good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's up there that's also. One that I heard that like really good things about that I didn't get to play. Oh, so good. Yeah, I mean I did not play a bad game at PAX East. That's Oh yeah. no, definitely not. There was definitely uh a good spread 
definitely a, a lot spread. of things a lot of things there that were looking good looking tasty playing good playing t- playing tasty i don't fucking know tasting uh, good tasting good tasting good but before we roll into the main topic a couple of housekeeping things uh this episode eh, fuck it we'll just go right into the the one thing <laughs> the ptc movie club pick for may is moonlight so if you want to listen yeah. to us talk about Hell moonlight yeah watch moonlight at some point this month in the last episode of may we will talk about moonlight so look forward to that uh i don't really know anything about the movie so i'm excited to go in with absolutely almost no knowledge um for me i think it is arguably the best film to have come out in like the 2010s like to me like uh you know um it's a yeah it's a really good film i mean there are other films that like I enjoy watching more, but just like being like, wow. Yeah, like La La Land. God, no. Um, <laughs> that was uh, that was a joke because of the Oscars. Wasn't that what yeah. happened? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, a good yeah, job. But also, I'm God, very no. good. Like, I'm not like funny. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've I also not people, seen La La Land. So. Oh, I know Like a lot of people really like it. I think it has great production design, but I think that, that the narrative of that, of that film is like fundamentally flawed and Mm -hmm. uh, based off the characters and stuff like that that i'm just like nope i don't i don't like this um whiplash is the better of the two of whiplash is such a better film whiplash is an all-timer yeah i need to watch that at some point i i famously do not watch movies mike okay yeah brennan have you watched um sonic the hedgehog 2 by any chance i have not (laughs) Mm, you're missing out I will, I do plan on seeing it. I will see it when it comes to HBO Max or wherever it's uh wherever it's hitting. Paramount Plus, baby, catch up for that. Oh, knuckle Paramount show, Plus, you know? gotcha, gotcha. Gotta gotta go fast for that knuckle show. Oh yeah. I do want, I do unfortunately pay for Paramount Plus currently because I got it for Halo and I am gonna continue to forget to unsubscribe for a long right time. Right there with you. <laughs> I, I watched two episodes of Halo. I was like, nope. I guess I'll binge bar rescue. <laughs> I, so <laughs> I, I have it for um uh for the iCarly reboot, which is good. It's good if you grew up with iCarly. Sure, it's good. Yeah, it's I don't more, know. You're not going to sell me on either. these shows. These these Nickelodeon. I'm not trying shows. to sell. I'm not trying to sell anybody. I'm just saying that, like, hey, I you know I got it for for that, and it's good. Listen, if, as long as you're enjoying it, then it's money well spent. It's all matters. So I figure the best way to get into uh, today would just be to kind of roll through the games as they were shown. And if there's stuff worth talking about, we'll talk about it. Stuff not worth talking about, we'll just keep it rolling. So to kick things off, the show opened with Ooblets, which is not a new game by any means. I don't know if either of you have ever had a chance to play Ooblets. Then you are are the Uh, one to talk about this. I'm the Ooblet master. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Full disclosure, uh, when, when I say I've played it, Half hour, maybe. Okay, well, Kelsey, you put a lot of time into it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, then I, we're, you and I are in similar boats. Ooblets has always been a game I have admired from a distance. Yeah. Um, it coming to Switch is something that makes me go, oh, I'm gonna probably play a lot of this. It's game definitely now. a Switch game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun, you know, Animal Crossing like with uh mm-hmm. cute little Pokemon creatures that the battle system is dance battles and it's super yeah. freaking cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always been something that's kind of just been on my radar of like, all right. Someday I'll play this, and then I just never did. But now, Switch is the thing that traps me. It it pulls at me into everything. But it looks yeah. it looks cozy. I mean, the music sounds fantastic. The art style is really good. So, I'm I'm excited for that one. Uh, Cam, any thoughts on Ooblets or 
Not your bag. Not my thing. Not my thing. Cam, imagine ooblets, but uh, chows. Okay. So he just needs Sonic. He just needs Sonic in order to be intrigued. Give me an army of these little motherfuckers, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it is bonkers to me that they haven't even just made like a mobile chow garden game. Oh, Give me like, a oh, mobile chow garden game. Like, I, why Why is that just not a slam dunk why, free why, money? What are we doing? I don't want it to be on mobile, though. I, don't I mean, I don't want it to either. But Listen, I'm just yeah, saying. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Like, for the just for the easy money grab, they could make a chow garden game with all the gotcha mechanics on the planet. That would just they rake in dough. Could. Like, could. it's not what we want, but, no. you know. They, Give me Chow just, Go by, at this point. Oh, I, listen, I'll go. I'll go for some fucking walks. I'll get some fucking. <laughs> I'll go. Some, I'll, do I'll hatch so many eggs? You know. Only if I can dress up my avatar as Big the Cat, or else it's a fucking deal breaker for me. Fair. Dude, imagine like yeah, you're scanning around the AR and like Big the Cat is just hidden around like your, the actual real world. Oh come on! I I take a call it, me. Game over. Game over. I will only go by the water. I'll never go anywhere else. I'll just yeah. hang up by the water looking for a catfishing. That's just all I want to do. That's it. Um, <laughs> that brings us to the next game, Batora Lost Haven, uh, which for me, not really anything. It's an action RPG, kind of just, I don't know. Maybe it'll do something cool. Maybe it'll be somewhere and do something for me, but... <laughs> Yeah, As a controller, maybe it'll do something cool. Yeah, maybe it'll yeah. do something cool. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't do anything for me either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I don't want to say cut and paste, but it's just like, I don't know. There's it's a lot Diablo. of action. Yeah, there's a lot of action yeah. RPGs out there. It didn't look like it was doing anything remarkable from that trailer. Yeah. And I don't want to like talk bad, bad on like any games in general, but I, I think we didn't really talk about it uh, going into this, but I think that this is definitely like the weakest indie world in a long in a while. I kind of disagree. Really? Oh, all right. Let's okay. see. Let's I, see. I, I think we were talking about it earlier, and yeah. we were kind of on the same page. I think out of this list, and obviously we'll talk about it more later. I think I've already forgot the name of this game, but Bator, Batora and uh, the the other card game were the only two misses for me. Everything else, I'm super into, or it's yeah. things I've been following for mm -hmm. a long time that I was excited to see again. And, yeah, and I, and I will, and I will also like pre like preface or I guess clarify that like i think that you two are much more into indies than i am i still like yeah indies. Sure. i just think as someone who like plays a lot of jrpgs and that's just such a big time sink like unless there's a game that really sticks out for me i normally have to be like recommended indies to be like hey mm -hmm. you should really look into this for me to play it like um so but i that's still fair. love indies i still love i still love playing them yeah i i'll i'll say that my initial reaction after we finished watching the direct earlier or the showcase uh was yeah you know, it's weaker compared to other indie world directs sure. i think yeah but because it you know it didn't have the one more thing banger it didn't you know some people might argue opening with ooblets wasn't like a you know a big deal though i would say on the flip side of that there are probably a lot of fucking people very pumped to play ooblets on their switch Dude, so, guess how many i mean most switch owners love animal crossing guess exactly what is it's animal so, crossing that's so what i'm like, saying so like yeah th it is kind of a big deal of that coming to switch but it's also something i kind of saw coming i don't know if that was knowledge sure, before yeah. the the showcase but i kind of always assumed ooblets would come to the switch um but i also assume persona 4 golden's coming to the switch so maybe i shouldn't assume anything <laughs> um but yeah I, i'm kind of in the middle i it is the after i kind of revisited the list i was like you know what there are definitely a lot more things on here than i initially thought i was excited for um that brings us to the next game, which is Alec Head, which I think at first kind of was like a meh, but mm -hmm. 
but I rewatched yeah. the trailer and kind of dug in a little bit more. And I think this is something that if it feels good to play, I think this will be like a easy little gem for me. Like this is just a great little puzzle platformer. Um, you know, if it has clever puzzle design and it doesn't get too hard at points, I feel like this could easily be something that like I'll enjoy when it comes out. I'll enjoy playing through it. And, you know, it'll leave some sort of mark on me for a time if it's if it's, you know, good, good level design, which some of the stuff in there look like it could be. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I like, you know, when I saw it, I was like it, it was at first it, it looked really basic and I was like, OK, mm-hmm. like I, I want to see something more complex. Um, and then <laughs> and then, I you know, I, I uh, they showed a little bit more, a little bit more um, depth to the puzzles. Uh, well, like when he threw the head across the uh, across the gap, and I was just like, "What if he misses? Like he's gonna have no head now. He's gone." But no, uh, it, it does look charming, and I hope that's something I will keep my uh, my eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is one of the games I've been following for a while. Uh, God bless my the Six Windy Twitter feed. It's just I get recommended like small little student projects and stuff constantly, and this is one of the ones that caught my eye maybe sometime last year, I think. Yeah, I'm all in. It looks super clever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait. My, I think my biggest worry with this game is, so like, and this is kind of a weird comparison to make, but it reminds me of another indie game. I think that was also a one-person studio that I played called Damage in Transit, which oh, was, yeah. oh, you're familiar with it? or I've heard of it, yeah. It It's good, has a good concept, and I feel like a Head is like good. It has a good puzzle concept, but I feel like it could also if if the developer wanted to make it very difficult i feel like they could and that's kind of what happens with damage and transit like it's a good puzzle concept but then at some point the difficulty gets like very difficult and i'm like all right cool i like this game i like the concept i can't get any further than this yeah um and kind of in the same boat bob is you a game i love and champion and will always recommend bob is you but i got to a point in that game where i was like all right i am not intelligent enough i i have to bow up a hundred percent which is fine but like yeah that is a game i'll always i'll sometimes i'll scroll past the icon on my switch and i'm like yeah no i'm still stupid like i can't do this it's just not gonna happen yeah yeah I've definitely, I definitely was there with that game too. I'm just like, why can't I figure this out? It was like sitting there I for like an hour. That was a uh, Bobby is you. I think it came out around a PAX, and I was on the Amtrak heading to Boston, and that was the only time I played it. I, I hit a brick wall. I was like, <laughs> well, that's my time with Bobby is you. <laughs> I was also playing it on a, I was playing it on a trip. I was on a plane playing it, and I was playing it for a while, and like I got you know decently far, and it got to a point where I was like, no, like. I'm just not smart enough. And I would, I've revisited it a few more times and, and like got through some areas, but it definitely for me just got to one point. It was like, I even looked up how to solve the level. And I was like, I never would have been able to do that. Yeah, like, no. not a chance. Uh, <laughs> but I do love that game. It's so fantastic. a very, yeah. very clever game. And oh, the music yeah. in that game is so good. Um, anyways, Alekhead. Alekhead. Uh, the next up is Soundfall, which, oh, yeah, this is game might it's a toss-up between this and one more for me as being my favorite of the showcase uh this game looks fucking incredible and i pretty sure it's out today i need to download it when when we're done yeah um this was uh i believe soundfall is on the list of uh 6-1 indies 22 most anticipated indies of 2022 uh yeah this has been on our radar for a long time and the the guttural roar that jake and i made in unison when it said out today (laughs) Um, yeah, I can't wait. Come on. Oh, I can't wait. 
So good. Uh, pro tip for people who want to stream it or make YouTube uh, content around it, you have to go on Soundfall's website. There is a Google Doc for whitelisting your channel so you don't get uh, run DMC'd. Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's good to know. This is a game I definitely want to play uh, soon because it's cool because there's co-op. So that's like something I could definitely see. Like, or player co-op. Like, uh, you know... Uh, because I, I like looters, I like looters. I love Borderlands, you know. Uh, like, mm -hmm. So this definitely, and I love music games. So like, you know, Rock Band Two is one of my favorite games of all time. To this day, like I, I'm in. I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. uh, is the buy it immediately? But I definitely am gonna try and play it like before the end of the year. Yeah. Is there is all the music in this game original, or is it there stuff like licensed stuff in there from other things? I think it's all. Maybe not original, but like licensed for the game, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. If you play it on PC, you can import your own music, which is also oh, that's very cool. Really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game, I mean, I hope it plays as good as it looks because I the concept so. of it with, you know, just it, it's a rhythm dungeon crawler. Like, come on. I, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have to play that way, but I think you get like attack bonuses and stuff if you're playing to the music and it's just yeah. like sign me the fuck up like let me just get in a groove and just wail on things in that in that place so well, brendan like one of i personally one of my favorite games of the past decade crypt of the necrodancer i mean it's this but in 3d like let's fucking i i almost wore my crypt of the necrodancer shirt did you but did you get one of those shirts at their booth no but criminal uh bad enough i did not get the vinyl after uh cam warmed warned me but <laughs> did I'm, you get I'm did you so you didn't i didn't, I didn't get, get it either anything. it sold out it's sold i know out. Because I, uh, I was like, listen, I, I Thursday was my Thursday was my purchasing day. I was gonna be a good boy. I just fucking should have. Yeah, you have that ah, motherfucker. I do have this though, I'm which is so jealous of that. This Luis has Luis has that as well, and I'm yes. hope, I'm hoping one day he'll just let me have it. <laughs> I told him, I was like, <laughs> you get rid of that shit. I want it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Cadence, Crypt, and Cadence. Uh, I'm I'm bad at Crypt. I'm much better at Cadence. Crypt is, yeah. is is difficult. I did buy the Crypt uh, Collector's Edition though. Nice. Oh, that's dope. For Switch, yeah, Steelbook, comes, yeah. Yeah, it came with a Steelbook. It's a PS4 size Steelbook, but it oh, like, <laughs> but but it's because it like has like the man like the the extra stuff inside sure. the Steelbook. So. So yeah, such a good game. I I love I love that studio. I I mean, so it's been at like a a weird like pie in the sky it's probably not going to happen or you know maybe it, it will i hope that nintendo let's brace yourself games make another nintendo game like that like yes crypt of the fucking you know cadence of mushroom kingdom or yeah. pokemon would be insane because just how much music they could draw off of and stuff and yeah other fun oh, imagine things, those pokemon remixes oh my it's God. what i'm saying like it that just i want them to do like i just want them to just do nintendo games yeah. now like in that style Dude, I thought Cadence of Hyrule was going to open the floodgates for Nintendo letting indies just Me have too. fun with their licenses, mm -hmm. and it's nothing. Been, it's very, very cold sense. Like, why? I mean, even, even why if not? They did, yeah, I was just saying, even it. if they did, it probably we probably wouldn't see those games until soon. Like, you know, until like this sure, year sure. because they gotta yeah. like make the games and stuff. So sure, sure. But like, I mean, launch yeah. title for the Switch, Fast RMX. Why isn't that just an F Zero game? Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's there's definitely capable developers out there that would absolutely love to pour their heart into you know even if it's not like like 
obviously we got Metroid Dread, but like even if it wasn't like someone making a 2D Metroid or something like that, like they could make a spinoff of something like Cadence of Hyrule and yeah, exactly. infuse their own DNA into it with Nintendo. And I think it would just be incredible. I, I've, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of really good ideas out there that could just, you know, happen. Uh, and it'll I, never come to fruition. Hey, never, Wild Frost. Ever. <laughs> uh, Wild Frost. This, this was the other one, game I did nothing for. This was the card game, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I just, card games don't yeah. do a lot for me. Um, yeah. Even Slay the Spire is something I've always tried to like get into and I bounce off of. It's not really a card game, kind of card game. It has cards in it. <laughs> sure. Inscription is like the one card game that. I mean, yeah, I, Inscription I is its own beast, but yeah. I mean, Star Renegades has a card system, but not like for the combat, which that is a very. Kingdom Hearts, very, uh, very overlooked, underplayed one? indie game. You should buy Star Renegades because it's very, very good. Uh, fun it. fact, the only Metal Gear Solid game that I put any significant time into was uh, the card one. Was that Acid? <laughs> Is that right? the PSP one? PS- PSP, I think. Yeah. I never played it. I, I mean, I like some card games, but it's got to like it's got to like hit it for me. It's got to hit yeah, that that yeah. groove in my brain for me to be like, yeah, I'm down. Um, well, we're going to talk about a card game later that I'm super into. Hell so. yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll move on to tabs, which I, yeah. I I've never really I've never played total, totally accurate battle simulator. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it seemed like Mike, you'd have a little, have yeah, a little something, uh, something for this. I played it for stream, uh, for a few nights and it's, yeah, it's really damn fun. It's, uh, exactly what it sounds like and looks like you literally just have to kind of, uh, strategically place your like little armies and like pick your little like soldiers or archers or whatever and get through, weird uh battle scenarios with these like little wobbly dudes it's really mm-hmm. fun it's really quirky really fun really just goofy um and it's fun to just come up with like very absurd scenarios to kind of fight and just see play out i, I think in the indie director i think maybe landfall themselves said something like yeah we wanted to make a game that felt like you just clashing action figures together and it yeah. very much feels like that um on console because it's out on xbox on early access um console it's a little weird it's it's not really a great controller game pc it's super fun good to know yeah that's a that's a pro tip right there it's i feel like it falls in that category of like funny physics games that sometimes i just bounce i just don't get interested or bounce off of quickly but maybe i think it is on game pass maybe i'll give it a shot at some point even though it's the 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 lesser preferred way to play it's not bad by any means but it's just like yeah it could be a little annoying Mm -hmm. fair uh, and then what I think is up there as my up there with Soundfall as my one two punch here is Gunbrella. I mean, Hell Doink yeah. Soft, Doink Soft, yeah, busy, busy boys. I loved Gato Roboto. Uh, it was one of my favorite games of PAX 2020. Yeah. Uh, Did you play Demon Throttle at this PAX East? So I was very just because of covid i was very oh, sure. i didn't really play anything i kind of just like existed in the shadows yeah, just and talked talked to some developers and stuff like that um but demon throttle is one of the things at the show that i was like fuck i wish i could play this right now because yeah. it looks incredible and i found out after the fact their release model which i think is maybe not the best idea 
like commercially, but for my sicko brain is dope as fuck that it's a physical yeah. only release. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got a lot of pushback about that. <laughs> I'm I'm sure. Uh, but you can't I, I, buy it currently. It's sold out on their on the website. Un- yeah. So it's sold out currently until they get them manufactured. Then you could just you go buy it. Okay. I think that was like kind of the miscommunication because it's through uh, special Super reserve games. games. Yeah, special reserve games. Yeah. Um, yeah. which like they're like limited run, so like everybody just assumed like oh you can only buy it during E three last year and that's it. But no, they're gonna keep manufacturing it, which oh, is great. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I that that's like that's I need it. I need that. It's so good. Did you have a chance to play it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I played through about half the game with the developers. Um, Harry, our managing editor, beat the entire game with oh, uh, yeah. with the devs. It's a short like bite sized thing. You beat it in a few mm-hmm. hours. Um, yeah, it, it's, it feels great. It's super fun. And yeah, I mean, Gumbrella, I looks like it's taking that same, just like frenetic enthralling action, like pixel action mm-hmm. into like very, this very unique. And like, I don't know, like how come we never got like a umbrella mechanic in a 2d action platformer Yeah, <laughs> like it, this? Like it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it definitely like looks like the evolution or like the fuse fusing of both demon throttle and gato robato with like yeah. the similar looks like it platforms similarly to gato robato um so i'm i'm all about it like I, it looks like the type of thing where it might have some some deep dialogue it might have some interesting storylines going on in there but it also yeah. is the type of game where it's like over the top ridiculous and not yeah. taking itself too seriously because you yeah. are holding a gun umbrella but it's also like you're playing as a fucking badass. It, yeah. it, everything about it just looks like it's going to add up to be a very, very good game. Um, and it looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, hell yeah, it does. Oh, like A lot of the sprite work in the animation work mm-hmm. is fucking stunning. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Big fan. So this next one, I know Cam is excited about. I, yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence with, with this. I, I need to be sold. Maybe the two of you need to sell me on We Are OFK. AFK? Yeah, OFK. Yeah, I just think the first time they showed it, like, I don't know, I just, like, really sold, which is really charming, you know? It was really, like, uh, I just really, like, enjoyed the vibe and the aesthetic of what the game is uh, or looks to be. Um, I don't know how I feel about it being a visual novel now, like, because I didn't know that after the first one. I thought it might have been, like, more of a maybe, like, point-and-click action or point and click adventure game or something like that um but you know it's it's about people like making music in a band like i think that um you know i'm just like yeah it's one of those things like i just like how the presentation and um it seems like it's going to be a well-written story and i'm just curious about the characters and uh you know i'm looking forward to it yeah, also, I, it's a pop agenda game, and they normally don't really yeah. miss. So. Yeah, pop agenda doesn't miss, except for Jet the Parsher. I'm sorry, pop agenda. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, when I first uh, like when I was digging into We Are Okay, like after that first announcement, some I, somebody kind of pitched it as VH1's behind the music, the game, and Ooh, I'm all okay. about that. All right, all yeah. right. My in, my interest level has just grown from listening <laughs> yeah. to both of you talk. So. And I, I like the release schedule. Yeah, five episodes weekly, like mm. taking the lessons that uh, Life is Strange eventually tried to learn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, this will definitely be a thing where I probably just wait until it's fully out. And I'm oh, yeah, hoping yeah. I, I think it's something like 
I think I heard that each episode is kind of telling the story of one of the songs and like the the five songs the five songs are going to be an ep and goddamn cam i am a bit needs to get on this <laughs> give me that five give me that five song ep on vinyl come on this thing will definitely get get a a pressing so. somewhere it's got to it's got to of all the things to make sense to do it for is this um all right I'll, I'll keep it i'll keep it you know at arm's length i'll keep an eye on it you know what i mean i don't want to get too close but we'll see we'll see i don't want to get too attached Sure. Uh, next up is a game that can absolutely get the fuck off my screen, which is Silt. Just <laughs> okay. not, not my style. Can't, no, it, it, really? just I, I don't know. I don't know. It it looks like it might not be my jam. Maybe it could secretly be my jam. But visually, just as someone who's a big baby boy, I was I was having some vibes of not feeling it. Oh man, this was the for me. This was the best thing that they showed at the show uh, or the, the during the indie world. Like I like I love Limbo. I love Inside, I love Play Dead. Mm-hmm. And this just gave me those vibes all over. And I just yeah, I'm it's super my shit. So I'm super excited to uh to for for it to come out when it comes out. That that's gonna be a day one purchase for me. Yeah, this is another one that's been on my radar for a while. Um yeah, it looks great. It's yeah, inside meets Abzu. As long as the swimming feels good. I'm 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 very trepidatious when it comes to swimming in video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we'll see how traversal feels, but yeah, um, I'm all about it. For for me, it's simply just like the the vibe of the game seems to be on my spectrum of spooky, and I'm not like or I don't know. Cam knows I'm a big baby boy, so like I yeah. see this and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe maybe you get to play me on a charity stream where you where I get to be scared for the game, but. In my own, for my own enjoyment, for my own pleasure. I don't know. We'll see. Next up is Mini Motorways. Another, another out now. Another horror game. Yeah, another horror <laughs> game. I mean, in a, in a way, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mini Motorways, I played a lot of on Apple Arcade. Big fan. Yeah. Um, don't know if I'd get it for Switch personally. I feel like it would probably play better on mobile, unfortunately. Probably. But uh, if you don't want to do that, have Apple Arcade or don't have access to this game on on a mobile phone um and it looks of of interest to you i think it's a really great kind of i the the these types of games like mini motorways can be stressful but i think for me that's like a relaxing game like it it kind of i don't know why it lets my brain relax even though it's like once you get going and you're on a higher level of the game it's definitely something that you have to be moving quick thinking quick and, and and stuff so uh, I don't know if you're like me and like to relax by playing aggressive Tetris, then this game might also fill that uh, little void in your in your head for you. Aggressress. Aggressress. That's yeah. my uh, that was my nickname in high school. Yeah, nailed it. Have you played yeah. this cam or no? Or go ahead, like no, no, I haven't played it yet. It looks interesting, but yeah, I got that impression also that probably probably better suited for phone. Yeah, or um, at least like touchscreen on the Switch. Yeah, I, I I feel like I just feel like the nature of the game might be like I feel like you might be too slow using joysticks. Like it might just be a situation yeah. where you are constantly losing. Um so it might just be better suited to tapping with your hand. Um but either way yeah, it's a good game, so Yeah, I haven't played it myself. I heard the soundtrack's really good. I'm pretty sure it's like very, it's very good relaxing soundtrack, yeah. It like won an award for like best audio design or best like music or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. It's definitely like 
when I was playing this on my phone, I would throw headphones on in bed and I would be, you know, oh shit, it's been two hours. Why am I still awake playing this? And then keep playing it for another hour. Um, but yeah, mini motorways is, is I never played mini, uh, the other one, the train one, mini mon, not mini monorail. I forget. There's a, there's another game. Um, fuck that I believe is like subways. I don't think I ever played that. Uh, Crap. No, it's mini. I don't know. What are, what are other names for subways? Mini trains. <laughs> mini motorways. It's going to drive me insane. I need to know the other name of this game now. Dinosaur uh, Polo Club mini, is the developer. Yeah, I'm looking. Mini motorways. Mini metro. Mini metro. Damn it. Damn it. I, I knew it was like a fucking damn it uh anyways <laughs> great game definitely check it out it's uh definitely of interest um the next up is uh the newest strand game from hideo kojima <laughs> uh no yeah. wayward strand uh that was that was just really funny because we were watching it with uh jesse of the mm-hmm. jelly and he was like just <laughs> just immediately with no effort like he didn't even think about it it was just like Oh man, it's a strand game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jesse, very funny, very very funny human. He's a good lad. Um, uh, somebody from the Six Million D crew played this uh, a while back um, okay. and liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of just like an existing world. It just uh, you are in essentially a nursing home. It's it's all happening in real time, and you get to choose where you want to spend your time and just experience the story. Um, and it's, it very much promotes multiple playthroughs. So like, if you are mm-hmm. spending like if I'm spending my time with Cam in one playthrough, but I'm gonna miss all of Brendan's dialogue and and that storyline. So like my next playthrough, I'll go spend time with. I Brendan. promise you, spend it with someone else after Cam's playthrough. <laughs> my, mine's not gonna be good. Gonna be a lot of swears. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a very interesting um, concept for a narrative-driven mm-hmm. uh, adventure game. Yeah, it looks like something that uh, could definitely uh, hit you in the feels a couple of oh, times. Oh yeah, feel feels like it has that type of energy. Just oh, yeah. watching old, the old people dying, old people dying, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next up is another PAX East banger, the banger. cult of the lamb. Uh, I... did both of you or either of you have a chance to play this at PAX? I have it at home. Oh, shit. I got that demo. Really? Hell yeah. Yeah. I, so, the little bit of inside baseball, I got screwed out of my appointment. So, as an apology, they gave me the demo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no um it's it's really good it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's as it's like better than it looks (laughs) it it looks really and it looks fantastic yeah uh dungeon crawling uh, city builder except you're building a little cult and uh, you keep dungeon uh crawling crawling into the dungeons to make your cult stronger to take down these like evil gods just so your lamb could become like the supreme overlord or whatever mm-hmm. it's so it's so good it's so fun it's super charming uh massive monster doesn't hit their uh their their big game i think it was their first title adventure the adventure pals i think it's called super fun um kind of castle crashers-esque uh Ooh. 2d platformer 2d action platformer um highly recommend checking that out if you haven't but yeah they don't miss and i can't wait for call to the lamb i oh, yeah. was convinced that we were going to get a date today for this but yeah sure did not uh i think 
I think the further we go into this conversation, I think what maybe would have made a little bit more people, I feel like I've seen mostly some kind of negative reactions on Twitter, which is Twitter, who the fuck cares? But I see, feel like I've seen a lot of negative reactions to the direct overall. I think what maybe could have salvaged it is if there were either more out now todays or sure. like one more game that got a date that was think that was something people were looking forward to. Um, and there is something there that I, yeah, just format wise. And we'll talk about it in a bit that I think mm-hmm. they really stumbled on, but yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um, so there's that. That's definitely something on my radar, radar, radar. Uh, and then we have another crabs treasure, which hell I'm, I'm pretty, yes. I'm pretty into, I'm pretty into. So, uh, I, I had the scoop that AgroCrab was going to show their upcoming game uh, today. Um, and I, I love AgroCrab. I just love they're such like a punk rock fucking studio. I love their attitude. I love their vibe. Going mm-hmm. Under is fantastic. Uh, Subway Midnight, which they published, not developed, was one of my favorite games of last year. They just have such a good artistic eye for what they're internally developing and what they want to support themselves. Um, I had high expectations for what their follow-up was going to be. Another crab's treasure just totally crushed those expectations. Oh, hell yeah. I did not. I fucking love that. A, they're making a crab game because they're all in on the crabs, obviously. And I love that they're just doing a more approachable Souls-like. I want to play a Souls-like where you play as a fucking crab and you're constantly changing hermit crab shells. And the goal is to find your original shell. That is so fucking brilliant and amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like a very like comedic yet doesn't feel forced type of like concept for the game like it's it's funny but it's also like it makes sense and it doesn't feel like like they're just like going for some element to kind of give you like a a gimmick to care about the the format of the game so um i'm i'm in this is a game for me i'm I'm all about it i'm really surprised this wasn't the one more thing like i don't know why we didn't get the montage here and then this yeah, Granted, like, I, I know, like, I have a personal connection with AgroCrab. Like, I know they're not, like, a name. They're not a Devolver. They're not, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not Annapurna. But still, I feel like this would have been a cool, like, hey, we got one more thing. Yeah. Get a, have an exclusive Souls-like. I mean, that's pretty. It yeah. It is kind of weird to bring that back up, though, because, like, I feel like Gunbrella could have been a one more thing. You know what I mean? That too. Like, yeah. It's, it's weird that they didn't have that. It makes me think that maybe there was supposed to be something. And for whatever yeah. reason, it had to get pulled because, you know, wasn't wasn't ready. Maybe it's going to get delayed and they didn't want to be like showing it now or something. So um, it's unfortunate. And yeah. then that brings us to uh, the montage, which showed off a bunch of different games, which I'll just we can roll through them however we want. We got one shot world machine edition, um, which I've heard good things about this game. Yeah. yeah same. I've heard good things about it too. Um, I have not played it yet. I think it's, I think it might already be out on steam. Um, probably. And I think yeah, this I is think a so. switch port, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I might, uh, I might look into that a little further and see if it's something that'll interest me. And then we got given beyond the trees, which I think looked really good i don't know um I don't know. another one i've had my eyes on for a bit um i thought it was out already um but i obviously not uh it's out today um we uh got six wendy got a review key for it today we'll, we'll yeah. report back keep an eye uh very uh short game i, th- I think in the 
the email that we got. It's like an hour long, just yeah. a little. little oh, this dropped today though too. This dropped today. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Today on Switch, I think next week on Steam. Cool. Uh, the next was Curse to Golf, which we've seen before, and obviously, if you were at PAX East, it was also there. Uh, hell yeah! I'm gonna assume the two of you played it at PAX East. I played. I it. didn't, but I heard a lot of people talk say very good things about it. It's really fun. Uh, demos out on Steam. It's just the same one from PAX. Hell yeah. That, that's been a game that has like looked good since it got announced, and I've been patiently waiting for that. So Yeah, it's really good. That one is uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, what was your takeaway of that from PAX? Holds up to how it looks? Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. I'm a sucker for mini golf games and golf mm-hmm. games in general. And yeah, it, there's it's just such a unique twist to the mini golf formula that we haven't seen before. Not only is it a 2D golf game, which is like something we don't see much anymore, aside mm-hmm. from like the indie space. Um, but even there, it's it, like, I feel like there's kind of like a resurgence with golf games coming out. Yeah. Um, like last year we got golf club wasteland, which was a very good 2d, uh, golf game. Um, but yeah, tossing the, the roguelike spin on it with like a bunch of different abilities and like the, uh, randomly, not randomly generated, but randomly, whatever placed, uh, holes and courses. Um, and yeah, a really funny concept where, yeah, you're like essentially Tiger Woods, but as you're about to win like the ultimate championship, you die and you have to make your way back to the land of the living. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you, you're right though. Like we've been getting a good, like kind of, I, I don't know. I think resurgence maybe is the wrong word, but we're getting a good, yeah. I feel like, movement of golf games that aren't yeah. just traditional golf games. Cause I also loved what the golf that was like a yes. fantastic, fantastic game. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, the next, not the last one. The next one was a guidebook of Babel, which uh, I don't know. Visually looks like scribble knots to me, which isn't a negative thing. It just, I don't know. I couldn't stop thinking about scribble knots as the, as it was showing any of that. Uh, um, another one. I, did I skip we'll get, a game? I think yeah, you might have skipped Car Shark, but uh, real quick, I played a bit of Guide of Babel, Guidebook to Babel. Um, charming, fun, cute. Yeah, it's gonna bring probably the feels. Was Car Shark in the montage? Car Shark was yeah. in the montage, okay, and right. here's I definitely a skipped it. Point of contention. Um, they announced during the thing that a demo was available today. There was no date. Immediately afterwards, uh, the Twitter profile changed to, "Hey, it's out on June 2nd. <laughs> which is very interesting that that kind of like missed the window or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, car truck rules. I can say that I'm playing it. I could talk about it in a preview sense. Um, there you go. Thumb up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Car <laughs> game games makes me all bad. Car, the fucking game makes you sweat. It is so stressful <laughs> in the best way possible. You love it. Yeah, I love those. I like, I like, uh, it's weird. Like I don't like card games, but like if I can play like, poker or something like in a video game like i'm all about that like red dead Redemption yeah. 2 like oh, like i remember when i first like there's a mission where i'd sit down and like play poker probably sat down and play for two hours just because i want just because i could so to kind of like tell your expectations a little bit you are not like actually playing like poker or texas hold'em in this game it's oh, essentially it's kind of like Mission by mission based, um, where the actual gameplay is that you learn a cheating mechanic and you have to just kind of perfect the cheating mechanic to that still sounds fun. drive. Still it's sounds super fun. good. Yeah, it's, it's just to drive narrative out of people. And it's very much like a narrative driven game. But like the moment to moment driving force is just being a fucking scoundrel and like nailing these 
perfect scams and cheats um just so people don't notice so it has like the child of light active combat system timeline kind of thing to kind of like make sure you're not totally like being too shady or too obvious um it's it's yeah it's cool yeah that you mentioned child of light and i'm like hmm my interest (laughs) is peaked um r.i.p child of light too yeah unfortunately unfortunately ubisoft made some great games under their ub art stuff so yeah, well, maybe when someone buys them, they'll make some some new <laughs> yeah. ones. I don't want Ubisoft to be involved, but I I think that they are probably as far as like the bigger acquisitions. I think that I think they are probably the actual next thing to get purchased if anything else gets purchased anytime soon. Yeah, Skull and Bones, um, all right. Uh, completely unrelated, but Skull and Bones is surprisingly looking really good. Like I, we'll see what they showed. I was like. I don't famous, know, like, famous I, indie seafaring game, Skull and Bones. I, I, I said it's unrelated. <laughs> I said it's unrelated. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't. I never played Black Flag. I know people love Black Flag, and this yeah. is just like I'm assuming more of that, deeper Kinda. version of that. It's so a mixture of that and Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So I think yeah. you know they'll, they'll be fans of it. I I have a lot of friends that play Sea of Thieves regularly. So I mean, there's definitely an audience for a good pirate game. So. Oh, yeah, I would say it's more like Assassin's Creed than it is Sea of Thieves, but it does have Sea of Thieves. People like those Assassin's Creed games too, right? Something like that? I think so. Uh, yes. A little, a little niche franchise. I think yeah. things can do good one of these dice, you know? They're niche if they're not in Smash Brothers. If they're in Smash Brothers, that's when you know that they're, they're a real franchise. That's they're, why Kingdom Hearts is, is the only costume. RPG. Me costume. Oh, they are me costume. All right, so they're 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 up there. They're, 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 they're getting, getting there. there. They're getting there. They're about just, as just big like as Undertale. Gino, right? Just like Gino. Just like Gino. Yeah, just like Gino and just like Undertale. They're they're yeah. getting there. They're almost there. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is the same level of Undertale. The final game. That's a wild shown. statement. <laughs> they're both me costumes. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh Opus Echo of Starsong. I've heard which... very good things about this game. Oh yeah? Yeah. What, I... what have you heard? Uh, That's good. I mean, I've heard that <laughs> good before, but even then Eric's Eric like kind of flipped out when he when he saw that it was being announced like a, a okay. apparently it's like a really a really good like um it's a visual it's like, novel yeah, i believe it's a visual novel but yeah. i think there are some like actual like action moments ad- yeah. adventure elements to it okay um but yeah so i yeah i've heard just very good things about it and it says it's critically acclaimed i think it's only on steam right now it's already out it's, it's on steam um but you know i'm definitely gonna wait for it to hit switch mm-hmm and yeah, so I'm I'm excited to check that out as well. That and one shot card shark, um, curse of golf. I'll like I'll probably like you know, I'll probably play it eventually. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I still need to play coward. golf story. So, well, um, you you can now, thanks to limited run at PAX East. I, I know, I know. Which well, is are, still- are you opening it? <laughs> oh yeah, all the games. Oh, okay, I'm no. There's one game that I bought that I'm not opening, and that's my sure. second copy of 3D All Stars for the okay. Switch. Hell yeah! I, I you know as we were talking about it, I don't know where my stack of limited run games from PAX is. <laughs> Wait, did you also buy? Oh, I bought so many things, dude. I'm I'm also a limited run. What are what, what are some of your some of your pickups from? Shit, from... what did I get? I got Golf Story. I got yeah. Uh, after Life, After Life, After, after, after Party, After Party, Jesus. Um, got that guy After Party. Got to the Moon. Yeah, I got that one. 
I feel like there's one more. I can't think of it. Kyle convinced me, or not convinced, he didn't directly convince me, but he oh. indirectly convinced me to get The Mummy Demastered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Oberdin was the other one. Okay. So I, I, got, I, I got four. I, I got Oberdin too. I got yeah, Oberdin yeah. when it was at, um, it was like selling that Best Buy. Yeah. Because, you know, some of the limited run games go to Best Buy. Yeah I, yeah. I never played Oberdin, so I was like, you know what? This is my excuse same. to make myself play it. So Yeah, same. Yeah, I and I was kind of waiting for it to come to Switch. I know it's been on Switch for a little bit, but I was like, no more excuses playing the, playing this game. Is what game? Papers, please. No, I don't know. Uh, I, don't I don't think so. so. Oh, that needs to go to Switch. Like that, that would be a very good game to have on Switch with the touchscreen and everything. A Stanley like, Parable just came to Switch. I have not played that game. I I've never like played I either. Play I've yeah. only heard like that's like an incredible indie game. So I need yeah. to. Like with, like with Papers, Please, like I know a lot of people like consider like the Vita to be the definitive kind of version of that game, but like I don't know, I played it on PC and I couldn't imagine playing it unless unless there is a touchscreen uh, or like uh, you can use a touchscreen on Vita. Like I can't imagine you have to be so fast and you have to memorize so much stuff. Like Papers, Please is like one of the most interesting, in a good way, indie games I've ever played. Uh, it's uh, PC and on the website it just lists iPad. Oh, it's definitely on Vita. Well, I, yeah, I know it's on Vita, but hilariously enough, they don't list Vita anymore. <laughs> Weird. That Vita means, means death. That's that's a game that needs to come to Switch. Vita means death. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, the Vita has been getting a lot of playtime for me this year simply because yeah. I'm playing through Persona 3 for the first time, so... Nice. Okay, uh, just to cover uh, our bases, uh, we did skip Idol Manager also coming on uh, wow. August 25th. Did I delete these off of my list? I'm so confused. Did we skip anything else other than I no, that was Card it. Shark and Idol Master? Uh, so that yeah, Idol Master. What am I? Manager. I'm Idol Manager. Mind. Sorry, Idol Master. Idol Manager. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Idol Manager. Uh, not sure. not something of import to me, but I think there's probably something there for people that like that type of game. I'm definitely yeah. curious. I like, I, I don't know. It kind of gave me, I don't know why, but it gave me the Yakuza business and vibes from like a dragon. So I'm just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that kind of wraps up. We got a nice 20 games shown today at the Indie World Showcase for, uh, I don't know, May 11th, 2022. Yeah. So, go ahead. Do we want to talk about really quick about like the games that, I think some of us were expecting that weren't there. I'll tell you right now, I was not expecting Silk Song because yeah. all y'all are fucking high and thinking you're getting oh, Silk Song one of these things. I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't particularly expecting Silk Song either uh, or Sea of Stars. I know some people were hoping for Sea of Stars or yeah. Sports like, Story, Game another one. Yeah. Not being there was like, like a, a little bizarre. Something I've noticed with the Indie World presentations, they very much focus on newer announcements and newer in quotes. Like, I know, like, we saw Cold yeah. of the Lamb and stuff like that, but like, I feel like we never really see updates for games during Indie World. Like yeah. typically that just gets that's just like a tweet or something mm -hmm. after the fact. So like I have a feeling like Annapurna is gonna tweet one day whenever Neon White is coming. Granted, at this point, if Annapurna is putting out another showcase, they're probably holding Neon White and stealth dropping yeah. it this summer. Um, um and like will... with Silk Song, I Silk Song and Sports Story, um, I think yeah. elevated to whatever like quote unquote E3. Like I'm convinced Silk Song is gonna be stealth drop during whatever their Nintendo Summer Direct is. Just yeah. following following the path of the original policy. I think uh I think it's just at this point with 
specifically those two games, Silk Song and and uh, Sports Story. Those games have turned into not to say that an indie world direct is too small, but those games are now yeah. going to be part of someone's bigger presentation. Like yeah, that that will be stage. a that'll be a Nintendo direct for you know an actual not an I don't want to like say an indie world direct's not important, but like right. it's meant to be up next to other big games because that's a yeah. big release at this point. And well, I like, think Sports Story's kind of getting to the point of like yeah, they could probably you know maybe Microsoft uh, uh, is it Switch only? I don't actually know. I think it's everywhere. All right. So, I mean, I could see Microsoft or Sony swinging in and pulling that for one of their showcases because that's a big deal release. Sports Story might be a timed exclusive. I think Sports Story was only on Switch. I think Sports Story and Silk Song Switch only, but we were saying uh, Sea of Stars. I think Sea of Stars is everywhere. Sea of Stars is going to be everywhere, yeah. Uh, That might also have a Switch exclusive window. Maybe not. I don't know. But that is going to be everywhere. I know that at some point. Yeah. also, something that wasn't announced during the American Direct, but or the Indie World, but the Japanese one, is Omori's release date, which is going June, to be right? June seventeenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a physical edition that you can buy Fangamer. on FanGamer. And yeah, I've, this is like I'm gonna play this day one for sure because like a lot of people like kind of flipped out on the in the indie scene when this game was announced for Switch and like apparently it came out in like December of like twenty came out. Christmas, the first Christmas of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it really just kind of passed a lot of people, uh, people's radars. But apparently, it's just a really phenomenal indie game. So that's yeah, I am I'm going to get that day one and play it day one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't expect those three bigger games to be there. I just I don't I I don't fall into that same kind of mindset that everyone I, I know it comes from a place of like people just are excited and want those games oh, of course. but i just realistically don't expect them to ever show up i was hoping for uh i was kind of just hoping for something i didn't know about that was yeah. gonna be like this is my new fucking thing i'm looking forward to um i guess gumbrella is that thing um yeah I which think, isn't, um, isn't a bad thing but yeah no i i think if we were like if I was expecting an update on something, I think like in the back of my mind, I was kind of hoping to see um, Skate Story. Skate Story has been a game that's been like one of my most anticipated games for fucking years now since I have went hands on with it at a play NYC, I think, and then eventually a PAX. Um, yeah, it got shown during an Indie World presentation at some point. I, I feel like the game is close. and I thought like maybe we get the date for it and just another kind of like highlight on it. But yeah. No word. Mm-hmm. I I could have seen like Mina the Hollower being like a one more thing, but obviously, you know, they don't really need to do that. Um, it's early. It is very early too. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know anything for you, Cam, other, that you were hoping to see or looking hope like would have made you change your mind about your thoughts on this on this showcase. Um, I mean, outside of the games that you know could have been there that weren't that we kind of talked about like no not really like yeah you know like i'm excited for sea of stars because that's a jrpg you know it's jrpg inspired like but you know and like i want sports story to get i just wanted a release date for sports story just so i can kind of be like all right this is how i how long i have to play golf story and like finally get that because that's kind of where my mentality is with a lot of games mm-hmm. and lost sequels is like 
all right, I have I, I bought the previous games. When the sequel gets announced, that's when I'm going to be like, all right, time to go through the previous games. Unless they pull a Xenoblade 3 on you and be like, hey, guess what? This is coming out, uh, right. I don't know, in a month now. I mean, I'm playing Torna Country. It's the last thing I need to, to play, and I'm like halfway through. So, uh, you know, I, I think I'll be okay for Xenoblade 3. I uh, don't think Sports Story is this year. I don't either. At this point. I, Which is fine. I, you know, take your time. But don't you but. think that Sports Story will be... Hmm, I just think that because Sports Story... Especially if like you think that like Silk Song might be a, like, and it's out today. I think that will probably be the case for Sports Story. Because I'm pretty sure that was the same case for Golf Story, wasn't it? They did delay it um, internally oh, okay. over the holidays. So Sports we'll Story, see. you mean? Sports Story. Yeah, they tweeted on Christmas oh. like, hey, happy holidays. Here's a screenshot. You know, we need a little bit more time. Yada, yada, yada. Something oh, like that. Oh, for sure. But like, you don't think it'll like hypothetically if it does show up at a nintendo direct or a nintendo indie world that it won't be like in it's out today next year <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you know what i would love to see i would love to see i i hope they're working on something new whatever trinket studios is working on or which are the devs behind battle chef brigade because it's been a yeah. while i'm a big yeah, fan of that game i was um, also looking into uh i think i think brendan you heard me talk about it while we were watching the direct but i was hoping that we might have saw, saw something from the banner saga devs but apparently they have an exclusive deal with xbox on their next game so that's mm. interesting but uh because yeah banner saga's really good really good games i never played well i, I like briefly touched banner saga so it's always yeah. been something i've been like oh, i should play that and then never really did yeah, yeah. same yeah, I played the first one and I really liked it and I stopped for some reason and I need to go back and play through the entire trilogy. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly well written and very beautiful. I think it's one of those uh, games I owned but never touched. Fair. Many of those. That, that brings us to uh, the end here. Do we have any final thoughts on the showcase before we wrap things up? I guess I was very happy to see a Leckhead, uh, a student mm -hmm. game, solo dev, like one of the more DIY uh, productions. Um, typically, we don't really see that. It's typically mm -hmm. Indie World typically kind of shows off things from established publishers and established developers or like at least names that are like more known, um, mm -hmm. you know, Devolver, Annapurna, Toge, stuff like that. Um, so it was really cool to see just like a, a solo dev just grinding away. I, I also love that they gave uh, them some like dev time. Like it was yeah. like that that is I, I like when they do that in general in Indie World Directs where they have the developers, you know, talk. But it was cool with that specific game for that reason, for it to be like, oh, we're also going to get your face on the screen, which is yeah, so really good. fucking cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of talked about it a little at nauseum, but you know, it wasn't like compared to other indie world directs. I think it was definitely on the lower side of things for me personally. Um, I think a lot of more people might've been excited if there were, if there was that one more thing, even if the one more thing wasn't a banger, I think people just expect at this point, a one more thing, no matter what. So I think that let like the flow of the show, not having a one more thing, I think probably just confused people without with, without them thinking about that's why they didn't like it it was more of like that's it um yeah even though there were some good games in there yeah i think if you put uh agricraps game as the one more thing it's mm -hmm. it changes the whole tone of it yeah 
I think it really just comes down to pacing at that point, which I feel like Nintendo's usually really good about pacing their their directs. I think they're yeah. all always usually snappy. They don't linger too long. They oh, get through yeah. stuff. I got I gotta say though, the 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 fucking puns throughout that show were yeah. horrific. Like you know, I I like I didn't I didn't even really make comment about it, but it was just such an eye roll for me. Like I know that was like Jesse was just like, why do they keep doing this? And yeah, it was. I, I get it. I get why they did it, but like, yeah, I was not a fan. I I didn't recognize the two voices. I don't know. If they were new. They're okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um. So it could could have been a little bit of that, but I'm sure there there are a team of people writing this and not necessarily the people that are also speaking the, the words. So, but it it was what it does. More indie games that we didn't have the pleasure of yeah the pleasure of watching before, and I like that Nintendo does this because. It spotlights some stuff that maybe otherwise wouldn't get any spotlight. So, and out of all the first parties, are the one that's doing it the most right. Yeah, place. I mean, me and Kyle constantly go on tirades about the whole PlayStation blog. Like, hey, we got seven indie games. We're gonna show off on the PlayStation blog if in every fifteen minutes, starting at fucking nine o'clock a.m. That's not how you do it. And yeah. the idea Xbox shows, like, yeah, they show off way great too games. long. It's way too holy long. shit. You don't need a three hour long showcase that's unrehearsed by the hosts and and just like kind of awkward pauses and just long yeah. interviews and no. it's it's kind of why I don't like I like I think Nintendo is probably the consistently the best with their showcases and directs just with being how they're presented the information they're giving whatever but it's usually why I don't really watch Treehouse because yeah. it is that long form you know i'm sure the questions are scripted but like it's just you know it's a live interview with with developers yeah. and other people at nintendo and stuff and i don't know unless it's a game that like i really want to see more of this i'm good with that i don't need to see that um, on on the indie side i think um the mix does it very well i think day of the devs does it probably the best mm -hmm. wholesome yeah. does it very well mm-hmm just in terms of pacing not th letting things linger too much not letting things cannibalize each other yeah. Well, I will say the mix, they, they do show way too many games. Like, I think the last mix showcase was like 90 plus games. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, at that point, you get some cannibalization going. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I think with on like just the reality of it with Nintendo, Microsoft and Sony, since they're the big three, they kind of have not like I mean, not like they have the responsibility, but because of the nature of the business and they're the three platform holders and they're they those three presentations probably get the most normal viewership yep. whereas like anything that's indie related is already going to segment itself off so like they kind of have to nail those segments especially when it you know comes to indies because if they don't like they're not really helping the indie scene when they when they fuck that up um no. which and i, I just I, I don't understand why Sony continues to do the PlayStation blog thing and not just do mm -hmm. a state of play that's yeah. more indie focused. Because yeah. one of the things I forgot what it was called already, but one of the things they showed during the or quote unquote showed during the last like PlayStation blog thing, um, things like Animal something nah, I forgot what it was called, but something that can easily be like a one more thing during like an indie world presentation is just totally mind blowing. It's one of our most anticipated games like period mm -hmm. for next year. Um, just a very surreal um, kind of like sort of undertale -y sounding like maybe near sounding kind of like a 2d pixel uh adventure game mm. um 
I forgot the name of it off the top of my head, but Animal something. Um, but if that's shown during, like, a state of play kind of thing with, like, the Sony Pony audience, I say that lovingly and jokingly, um, <laughs> with, like, the dedicated Sony audience that has fucking hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube and Twitch and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, it just gives so much better exposure to the mm-hmm. indie scene as opposed to shooting out a couple tweets at 9 a.m. on the East Coast when half the country is still asleep or getting ready for work. Yeah. The thing... The thing with Sony's in particular is that, like, I feel like they want to distance themselves from the indie scene for some reason, which which is feel- weird because you put Shuhei ahead of this whole new fucking division. And I thought well, it was going to get so much better. Yeah. Not only that, though, I, I feel like they leaned into indies probably a little bit more than than Nintendo for sure. And in, in Microsoft in the beginning, like during like late PS3 times, they were kind of that was a little pillar of their their business and then they kind of dropped it and i feel like if they were to sprinkle in indies in their regular state of plays i think that would not only flesh out their presentation overall but like you said it would just it'll highlight specific games for their their larger audience and that can you know in turn help out smaller studios that are relying on word of mouth people like the three of us you know whatever it may be um, yeah, to shout um, to shout from the mountaintop until yeah. someone finally plays Renegade <laughs> Star Renegade. <laughs> um, the I game mean, I was thinking of was at, oh sorry Cam go for it. No, 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 no. I will. That's you know, Star Renegades is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. Uh, the game I was thinking of was Animal Well, um, developed by one dude. Uh, looks fucking impressive. But the last, yeah, that last round of games, the games were, and just think of this like as a state of play. The games were Moss Book Two, Animal Well. Uh, announcing Splinter is playable in TMNT. Post Void, which looks fucking rad. Uh, Super Rare Games is publishing that. Um, Solid Sacrifice, getting a date. Samurai Gun 2, coming to PS5. And Hello Neighbor 2, coming to PS5 and PS4. Wait, I didn't even know Samurai Gun 2 was coming to, to console. And there's and my fucking point. And I <laughs> fucking love that game. Yeah. Well, that's so ad- that's aggravating. That's aggravating. Yes. See? Like, like if, if you're going to read something off and it's like surprising or new information to me, that means most people don't fucking know that information. No. Um, yikes. Yeah, Anyways. so like, hi, everyone. We lined up seven indie <laughs> games and new reveals that we're excited to share with you this morning. Check in starting at 7 a.m. Pacific. Every 15 minutes, we'll publish a new story on the PlayStation blog. Like, I can't Also, the mainstream imagine... audience doesn't fucking check the PlayStation blog. I was going to say, I can't even imagine that that blog gets regular traffic at like no. on certain things. Indie updates are not pulling in traffic. What is even the point of doing it that way? It's just no. that's that's a bizarre, bizarre choice for me. It's weird, man. Um. Anyways, I didn't I didn't mean to start a fucking tirade soapbox. Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm fucking talking about indies all day. I love it. Um. But that does bring us to the end of the show. And as you may or may not know. We do end each episode with a special segment we like to call What's in the Box. I don't know if you're familiar with this, Mike. Oh, I'm not. So What's in the Box, and if you're listening for the first time, this is your your chance to also hear the rules. What's in the Box is a game where I pull three games off of my shelf. I read the back of the box, Uh and the people on the episode have to guess what that game is. Whoever guesses it correctly first gets the point. Uh, The leaderboard for the year so far, obviously the people that are regularly on the show are going to have higher points. But uh, Dom is leading with 24 points. Todd has 18. Mike has 14. Uh, I have two stumps. The goal is to not stump. I am not trying to pull games that will stump the panel. 
Uh, and then Odell Harmon Jr., front of the program, has one point, and Kenneth Shepard, front of the program, has two points. So this is a chance for both of you to get on the board here. And then, you know, an, a reason to come back at some point, you know, and add to your score. I'll never come so, back. So, I mean, that's fine, too. You can just, you know, you can, you can, you can make your mark on the leaderboard and, you know. Just fade. Just fade away. So, uh, without further ado, the first game. And there's no buzzing. You just say. Say what you, what you feel. Say what you think. Um, for the I'm games, depressed. That's what I feel. For the games today... You need the full title if you're missing something that I deem is not super relevant. You, you, you get the point. First game. And I obviously will bleep out specific things that would give too much away. Uh, wow, the text on this is very small. So I'm going to need to lift this up so no one can see it. Uh, let's see if we can get a better angle on the light here. Okay. Blank, blank, blank. The self, <laughs> the self-appointed guardian of a small blank village. Blank, blank. I'm not going to say the proper noun of the village. Uh, living life in a lighthouse rather than a bottle. She's constantly on the lookout for danger. When the nefarious lady blank, 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 catches wind of the... Mm, treasure recently unearthed in the village, she launches an attack. To get blank out of trouble, it's up to blank to prove... She's the right guardian blank to the best of her dancing, buying, and blank blank abilities. Now crack that whip. Crypto Necrodancer? Nope. Enhanced experience for the Nintendo Switch. Over 50 locations and minigames. Learn dance magic to transform blank and perform new attacks. Cadence of Hyrule? No. I oh, Camo would have been so fucking mad if it was. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, the back of the box. It is Shantae. Oh. Cam, well done. Point. Well done. When you said dance, I was like, wait, Shantae dances. Add Cam to the leaderboard. How have you not gotten a point yet? Because uh, I haven't, you... I don't think I've been on this here yet. Really? Yeah. Mike, you hear that? You and Cam have been on the same amount of times this year. Maybe wow. once. Maybe once before. But I, don't I thought you were. Before. Maybe we didn't play the game. <laughs> I thought we, no, we've been playing it every day, every, every week this year. Uh, game number two. One of the this one I am gonna read off the internet because I don't feel like finding the box for it, <laughs> but it is a game that I own. Let's get blank with vibrant graphics and pitch perfect gameplay. Blank blank breaks new ground in this eight bit adventure. Become blank blank wielder 
of the blank blank as he runs, jumps, and battles in a quest for his lost beloved. Take down the nefarious blanks of the blank of blank blank and their menacing leader, the blank. Uphold the virtues of blank. Earn relics and riches and discover the true meaning of blank justice. I can't read the last part of the box. <laughs> it's just a total <sighs> giveaway. Can you repeat? <laughs> uh, yes, I can. But let, I can say I will read this part of the last part. Compatible amiibo required. Oh. Sold separately. Shovel Knight? Yes, it is Shovel Knight. <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. <laughs> Woo! Damn, Mike taking a point. All right, the final game. You do need the full title for this one. And I am also going to read it off here because I don't uh, want to find the box. The blank system has been invaded. Join blank blank and his blank blank team as they fight to save the galaxy from the clutches of the evil blank. Travel to many different 3D worlds. Battle the enemy in the air and on the ground and listen in as blank blank interacts with a cast of characters. Star Fox Adventure? No. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. I love that we went, we went for our favorite franchises there. Yeah. <laughs> see how it feels to feel what you see. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> the, the Fucking cool spot. <laughs> the blank, blank, blank controller accessory instantly transmits all the bumps and blasts during the action. It's a new jolt to your gameplay experience. Controller accessory, huh? Blank, blank, blank controller accessory and batteries included. Wow, how Four... gracious. Uh-huh. How gracious. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Four players compete simultaneously in verse mode. Uh... Game pack memory saves the top 10 scores. Outstanding cinema scenes tell the blank blank saga. And that is the back of the box. Yeah. Donkey Kong 64? No. Mm. I have I have a no, I, don't, I was going to say I have a feeling it's a Star War, but maybe not. I can't think of a Star War that has accessories. Fuck. Is it Hey You Pikachu? It is not Hey You Pikachu. Damn it. I do have a copy of that game to my left. Hell yeah. I never <laughs> played that game, actually. It's not good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's so bad that uh, Dial-Up Games, who is usually at PAX East, they just gave it to me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
I did buy a box copy of Superman 64, and they're like, hey, uh, just take Hayu Pikachu. It's fine. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. The blank system has been invaded. Join blank blank and his blank blank team as they fight to save the galaxy from the clutches of the evil blank. Star Fox 64? Mike, this is a layup for you, and you said Fuck, was it 64? 64. <laughs> Cam gets the point. I knew it was a 64 game because you said Game Pack. So I was just I, like, okay. I was trying not to smile when you said Star Fox Adventure. I was like trying to stare at my screen so intently, like don't make <laughs> don't make any facial movements, please. Oh man. Child, things are gonna get <laughs> the ground thing <laughs> fucked me up. I I was also confused. Is, is there fucking landmaster levels? Landmaster, yeah, the yeah, fucking uh, the worst level yeah. in the fucking game, the train level. I don't even remember that level. Or, yeah, what controller are you talking about? It so the the stuff I was bleeping out with the controller was the N sixty four Rumble Pack. The Rumble. So. Oh well, you said Game Pack, so it was obvious. It was you could have said Rumble Pack. Well, so I, there is a part that says Game Pack because it says Game Pack uh, memory saves the top 10 scores. So, like, yeah, I didn't want to omit that whole line. But if yeah. I, I feel like if I said Rumble Pack, it would have given away that it was an N64 game. I, um, mean, I thought Game Pack did that for me. Like, after you said Game Pack, I'm like, oh, this is a 64 game. I'm just, I listen, I, I've always heard Mike's big Star Fox, you know, I'm Mr. Star Very Fox. Thin, you know? And, thin. you know, I, I <laughs> thought that was layup. Thought it was layup. I have the official it's, it's the, sitting the right next guide. to you. It's sitting right next to you. The answer sitting next to you. I have the answer sitting next to me. It's behind me. I got the little fucking keychain. God. Oh, those are so nice too. Oh, I love them. Now well, I'm tangled up in my chair. <laughs> that was that was not how I was expecting that to go. I, I was expecting Damn. Mike to fucking rip that off the bat. Um, but my stupid ass has to go to an adventure. What the fuck? <laughs> It's what happens. It's what's great about this game. You never, you never know. You you never know where your brain's gonna go. Yeah, Kim, I laugh when you said Kingdom Hearts because I have read Kingdom Hearts on this before, and the back of that box is so aggressively this is Kingdom Hearts. Like you would have gotten in a fucking <laughs> second. Oh okay, okay. Um, like, do I have it right here? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you have it near you. Wait, that's something else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very easy, but. That will do it for episode. Uh, I already forgot what number this is. I said it earlier. Three fourteen, baby. Uh, Mike, Cam, plug all the shit. Let people know where to find you, where to get your shit, where to download you, eat you up, spit you back out, whatever they want to do. Yeah, double XP site is double XP dot com. It's there's no second e. It's just XP um, dot com, and. You know, I'm just, I'm chilling with Brendan. You know, we do stuff all the time. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at CamFinalMix. And that's all I really got right now. And then, yeah, you can check out those previews on IGN. I probably won't have another preview on IGN for the foreseeable future. So, there. Hell yeah. Mike, what about you? Plug all the things. Yeah, um, you can find all my work on 61indie.com you can follow us on twitter at 61indie that's s-i-x-o-n-e indie um yeah we do like i said earlier we do a bunch of uh reviews previews developer interviews um obviously we have the showcase we have another one later this year at an undisclosed date um 
We do the 6-1 IndieCast every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on twitch.tv slash 6-1 Indie and goes on all major podcast services the following Monday mornings. Uh, we do a bunch of stuff on TikTok, YouTube. Just go to 6-1Indie.com. You can find all the links at 6-1Indie um, on Twitter in the bio also. All the links are there. Oh, yeah. And you find me at Mixtoundra. This is the, the first time we've had the, the one and two, the only two mix uh, Twitter yeah. users on the same show. Camp Final Mix and Mix Tundra. We fucking did it. We fucking oh, yeah. did it. We did it. Wrap it up. Last episode, we did it. Um, the multiverse is saved. Yep. But definitely, uh, if you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed us talking about indies, you should 100% go over to 6180.com slash showcase and watch their fucking showcase hey. because shit rips. Um, Thanks, man. So definitely check that out. Um, get some more indie goodness in your life and definitely follow and check out what these two folks are doing because they're out here constantly killing it. Uh, and you definitely want to make sure you're not missing out on what they got going on, what they got cooking up. I'm excited for your next showcase. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Me too. Should be good. Not be looking good. forward to the work, but hey. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the product was good. We I I, I have matters. watched it more than once. I will not lie. Um, God, the amount of anxiety I had <laughs> in that Amtrak station at fucking noon on 420. Oof. <laughs> what a day. What a day. What a day. What a day. Uh, as I'm making edits on the fly, as I'm boarding my train to PAX. It was <laughs> it was well done. It was very well done. I'm I'm very n- not that I didn't expect good things, but I'm very impressed. It was very good. I will say my favorite comment, because the first thing I was I watched was the KF React. Um my favorite comic was from Blessing. It's like, oh shit, they got a studio. It's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, we did it right. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's fucking pretty good. Uh, so yeah, check check both of these lovely humans out. They're doing great things all the time. They're good people too. So you know they're worth they're worth a follow. Keep in tune with what they're got going on. You can always find everything we do at passcontroller.io. You can find me at Beagroom. And until next time.